Good Sunday, ladies and gentlemen. It's good to be back with you guys. Episode 292 of Kicking It With The King. It's your host, Gabriel Hernandez. We're back at you live on September 13th. Sunday, September 13th, as always. We always seem to do a show on Sundays. It's usually like Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. But we did one yesterday, and we're doing one today as well. Around the same time, actually, if, if you will. Um, a little, we started a little bit earlier yesterday, but hey, better late than never, as we always say. So what's up, guys? It's good to be back. Without further ado, as always, we're available everywhere you get your shows. Kicking in with the King is available on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Overcast, CastBox, all the major podcast providers that you get your shows, you subscribe to your favorite shows from. It's available everywhere. If you if you um, take the time to visit our website as well at www.anchor.fm forward slash kwtkpod, uh, you can give us um, a five-star rate as well as like, share, rate, and review and share the show with your friends, family, exes, baby mamas, anyone in the world that you want to share the show with. The main thing is that you share the show with people and that's exactly what we're about. So what's up, guys? Sunday morning, all right. So, not a lot, obviously, has happened since yesterday, and I know that we talked, we had a lot of different um, mixed conversations yesterday, so, like, basically, what I'm saying is, like, you know, we, we talked a lot about a little bit of everything, you know, from Trump shit to, you know, the fights that were happening. By the way, I didn't really do that solid on my fight picks on Verdict. Um, I did flop in the main event pick between uh, Michelle Waterson and Angela Hill. Okay, so I picked Michelle Waterson, right? And, um, you know... At the last minute, like, you know, the the app locks once the fight starts, right? So, um, I actually, you know, last minute I was on my break at work and you know, I wasn't able to really catch the fights. But, you know, when I was on my break, you know, the main event was locking up. I was seeing the results and stuff, you know, usually a day after because of my hectic schedule. I go back and rewatch the fights Sunday morning as we're doing right now. We usually do them after the show for, most, for the most part, but... Yeah, if we don't get to them, then it's because we're probably busy or just, you know, obviously too tired or want to enjoy my day off because I work every single day of the week, ladies and gentlemen. So, um, you know, really there's no days off. There's hours and specific times of the day off, but there's never a full day off. So, um, unless, like, um, the meteor hits or some shit like that. But, yeah, so... I had locked in my picks for Michelle Waterson. I, I just thought about it like for the longest time, way before this, you know, when this fight was first announced. And I, you know, I like to sit down and discuss my keys to victory and stuff, right? So, I mean, I just felt like her grappling was, you know, solid. And she has solid grappling. Obviously, she earned a down belt, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, right? So, obviously, she must be doing something right. But, yeah, I just thought maybe her grappling, regardless if she got all those takedowns, I know she didn't really get as many takedowns as she attempted. But, um,. I just thought that that grappling Angela Hill is, is a phenomenal fighter on the feet. Like I said, her footwork's amazing. Her 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 head movement. Obviously, these ladies got fight in the night. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, I feel like you know Michelle Watterson. You know, a little bit more round, well rounded. She's great on the ground. Um, she's great on the feet. Obviously, you know, karate since she was a little girl, and obviously has her daughter in that, and she has an amazing husband behind him, uh, behind her as well. Excuse me. Um, supporting so overall i feel she has a little bit more you know obviously she's a former champion both women are former champions and in, in invicta so you know it, it was a tailor-made fight it was an amazing fight obviously unfortunately for a lot of people you know no one likes to see a split decision you know either an unanimous decision but then again split decision shows you how tough of a fight 
that those were those ladies put on. So it was a fantastic performance by Michelle Watterson. I know I flopped, but hey, hey, motherfuckers, I picked Michelle Watterson to begin with. So, I mean, I know I picked it at the end. That's why you can't bet on multiple different sites, betting sites. No, I didn't. I bet it on Verdict MMA. G the King MMA on uh, Verdict MMA. And since we're doing plugs, ladies and gentlemen, follow us on Twitter as well. KWTK Pod is Instagram as well. KWTK Pod. G the King Official on Instagram and Twitter. GT King Official on Twitter as well, ladies and gentlemen. Anchor.fm forward slash KWTK Pod. All right. Um. So, like I said, Michelle Watterson wins. Originally, we were supposed to get Glover Teixeira versus Tiago Santos, but we can take a moment to kind of put the shine on that fight, even though it didn't happen. Um, stylistically, man, that's a crazy-ass fight. I mean, that's a great fight. I mean, Glover's grappling is very good. His takedowns are very good. His ground game, his ground and pound is very vicious. I mean, he gets your back. His submissions, his ground, overall, his ground game. If Glover Teixeira gets you down, um, it's all over. But, you know, uh, what is it called, you know, a guy like Tiago Santos is a man with a fucking axe in his hand, like a fucking modern day UFC Brazilian version of Thor, he has that hammer on his chest, similar to um, Molinier, if you know Molinier, I think that's, did I pronounce it right, Molinier, um, Thor's hammer, you know, Tiago Santos hits like a fucking truck, overall he's a solid competitor, he's a dangerous guy, I mean he's knocked out power in his hands and feet. Glover's got to be careful with that one. I mean, both guys, I mean, Glover's a little bit more weathered in the world of MMA. You know, Tiago Santos is probably like 35, 36 years old. But, um, you know, obviously both are phenomenal. I feel Tiago Santos is, you know, obviously not that far away from UFC Gold. If you look at his last fight he had with John Jones, it was very, very close. A lot of people thought he won. I thought John clearly won. But, you know, he did show promising signs. And, you know, the last few proponents that John has fought has made him look human. Well, Dominic Reyes and Tiago Santos. You know, the last two people made John look human. So that shows you, even if you want to say how good John Jones is, and you know me, I'm all over that saying how good John is. That just shows you, normally, if you're looking at spectating from the in and the outs and you're not going to have favorites or anything, you just looked at this guy who's been dominant since 2011, the guy in the form of John Jones has been running through all the top-tier opposition. Oh, it's this next guy that's going to be the one. It's this next one. Nope, it's this next one. Next one, next one, next one, next one. Years later, years later, years later, fast forward to 2020, and then you got Tiago Santos, Dominic Reyes. You know, barely, you know, obviously a lot of people thought Reyes won, and you got a handful of people that thought Tiago Santos won against John Jones. So Tiago Santos is not that far away from UFC Gold. If he gets a win over Glover Teixeira whenever they decide to rebook this fight again, I think Glover Teixeira tested positive for coronavirus. That's why the fight was off. So um, I'm pretty damn sure that UFC likes this marquee matchup at light heavyweight. So I think that they're going to end up probably rebooking for the future, probably for Fight Island. If, that, if I know the UFC is returning to Fight Island in September. So, oh, it is fucking September. Good Wait, when are they when are they returning? Like in a few weeks? I don't I don't know. I just know that they're they're gonna rebook that fight and they should rebook that fight because it's an interesting fight, man. And like like I said, light heavyweight's kinda weird now because you think about light heavyweight forever, man. For over a decade it's been John Jones. We talked about nothing but John Jones. I mean, if you look at some of the 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 top athletes, the top champions who were the champions back in two thousand eleven. I mean you got like guys like Dominic Cruz, G S P, um like Brock Lesnar, Cain Velasquez, and um, I mean, there's like, remember, I don't know what, what it is that hall of that hall of fame picture. You know, freaking 
wasn't it Mighty Mouse as well? Anderson Silva was a champion, man. That was, you know, that was some modern day freaking you know warriors back then. And John Jones being up there with Anderson Silva. I mean, Anderson Silva was already a legendary, uh, you know, probably you know a very very legendary uh, fighter by that time. You know, he's a world champion. John Jones got gets a taste at. 23 years old, man. It's still fantastic to sit back here and think about the accomplishments. I mean, we didn't get here to talk about, we weren't getting in here specifically to talk about John, but just thinking about his accomplishments summarizes everything that goes on. I mean, it's like, you know, he built that division essentially. <laughs> like, you know, he just, you know, ran through it, made it, his, made it his division. Now he wants to move up to heavyweight. We'll talk about that. And we'll see, you know, we'll talk about that for a later time. But, you know, going back to Tiago Santos, you know, like I said, he's, he's a gamer, man. I really want to see him versus, uh, you know, probably the winner of Reyes versus Blahovic, or maybe rebook the Glover Teixeira fight, see who maybe the winner of Glover Teixeira versus Tiago Santos later on this year can fight the winner of Blahovic versus uh, Reyes. God forbid it happens, you know, because this whole corona shit's different. So you got to have plans for everything, and, you know, it's a little bit more stressful. I can't imagine how much more stressful it is be to, you know, fight bookings and stuff because of the whole corona, man, you know. You get people excited for fights for how long, you know. And, uh, you know, they end up not happening. You know, that, that that's one thing. Before this coronavirus, it was one thing to worry about if the fight with fights are even going to happen because these fighters keep getting injured. But um, now it's like you got to worry about, you know, everything can be perfect, perfect, perfect. One little swoop of the fucking tongue or one of those little rods shoved up your nose. Oh, a couple of days later or a few hours later. Oh, sorry. Unfortunately, you have tested positive for coronavirus. Your fight's off. All your preparation goes out the window. That's basically essentially another thing on top of potentially being injured. If you're not injured, it's corona. Even if you feel amazing. That's the worst part about it, you know. The, the, probably the part, you know, obviously, like I said, if you really think about it, you have a brain and you you're, you you have common sense. If you if you do get some symptoms or you get some headaches, I know a couple of the fighters were noting some of the, the effects and, you know, kind of, um, what is it? Not broadcasting it, but, you know, kind of documenting it day by day, updating the fans, letting people know what it's like, how they're feeling, and, you know, just kind of a kind of like to shine a little bit light on the virus just in case there's anybody out there that's a little bit more nervous about it because you know still nervous oh it's gonna kill us it's worse than the flu all this other stuff you know at the end of the day it's a virus that can hurt and kill people and not everybody's fortunately luck lucky to have the immune systems that a lot of these professional fighters have so you know it's probably like a walk in the park for some of these fighters you don't really see any fighters that have been affected by it long term a couple of fighters that have been diagnosed with coronavirus has come back and put on amazing performances I mean, look at Open Saint Prue. Got pulled from his card. End up testing positive for coronavirus. Comes back, looks amazing. You know, they rebooked the fight. You know, if anything, you know, one thing that Open Saint Prue say said, excuse me, that was like he, he was happy that he got the corona because you know now that he knows that he got it, you know he he can't come, he can't get it again that quickly or anything like that. You know, there's little. Um, reports and stuff surfacing about people potentially catching it a second time, but you know he said that you know obviously he took all his tests again and he came back tested negative and looked better than ever. So I mean, if it, a lot of UFC fighters can take that, you know, it, it's going to take a lot more effort out of the UFC, especially if you spend uh, money promoting a, a amazing fight like you know like a Reyes versus Blahovich. God, man, I, I hope I did not just voodoo that card, but um, you know it takes a lot of efforts to promote a fight like that so when the coronavirus is like ravaging through and you know people just testing positive late less that left and right excuse me i can't talk to the jesus christ um and you know it just it, it just makes it a little bit more stressful if you think about uh you think about um just you know all that hard work and 
not knowing if you're carrying a damn di damn thing. So I mean, it makes a lot of people nervous. So it's like, dude, I can't even go to a store or or participate in any favorite activities or go hang out with some cousins or hang with some friends. I know it's a land the landscape's completely different right now. Like I mean, the malls are open and shit like that. I mean, gatherings, but still a little little bit limited. Everybody's still wearing masks. But you know, realistically, like say when you're a professional fighter, you're kind of on the spot. So me sitting at home, for example. I don't know what the hell. I, can, I mean, I, who knows what the hell anybody could have. I mean, you can have it. You could be enjoying your day-to-day -day life, shake, not shaking hands, saying hi to everybody, sitting in the car next to them, kissing your girlfriend or whatever it is you're doing, and you could, you could completely have it. They could go to work and infect someone else, and you could be completely fine, and you have, you know, obviously it's, it comes from the people that, uh, uh, what is it, um, like you, I don't know. It just it just depends because, like I said, people are uh, people are different with their um, how, how their body reacts and just in general. Because, like I said, not everyone's like Superman or in Superman shape or anything like that. But uh, but you know, being the fact of th these guys being professional fighters, um, you know, it might make their chances. I mean, I don't know one hundred percent like you know how these guys are feeling during some of the times, and I don't wish for anybody to feel any certain certain type of way but uh other than feeling amazing but you know a lot of these guys um you know have, like i said professional fighters if you look at the list of ufc fighters that have gone i do believe a lot all all of them are you know feeling great you know cody garbrandt was diagnosed with it like i said open saint pru like i said he was one of the ones that was a quick one you know he got booked uh who did he fight who did, who did saint pru just oh he, he fought menafield he, he he's fighting he's supposed to fight menafield before the recent the recent knockout victory amazing knockout victory by the way that he had um he had um, you know he was supposed to fight him previously but he tested positive for coronavirus and then you know they they did the whole quarantine retesting him came back and was negative so like i said the, the fight continues and the fight continued and you know i think we can use that same experience like i said i mean i'm, I'm i know i'm banking on i'm banking on uh, these fighters having amazing immune systems and stuff like that but um, it's not, uh, it's, I mean, it's not for ideal for everyone. Not everybody has that. So you shouldn't nearly feel as, uh, you shouldn't, you shouldn't nearly feel as safe, safe and stuff like that. Um, but, uh, what is it? Sorry, give me one second. But yeah, so like I said, overall, at the end of the day, I think that I mean, hopefully it's not gonna be as crazy. But I just don't like. I mean, I don't like getting excited for fights and then boom, they get cut off or boom because it's Corona. You know, it's 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 obviously the world we live in and all that. But you know, it's like damn, it almost makes you wonder. Like I'm an overthinker. I think about everything. So not just fights, just everything. When it comes to a lot of shit, man, like that's that's like the top thing in my, um, in my head. You know, um. What was it? Uh, so, like, you know, like I said, you know how amazing fight comes up. You know, same thing happened. Once probably, like, about the third time, when just, just a side note, when Khabib and Tony was canceled, I, I kind of gave up already because, you know, I put real deep details and thoughts into breaking that fight down so many times, then it just didn't happen. The last time it didn't happen because of the coronavirus. So, at the end of the day, that's how you know this coronavirus just fucks everything up. I mean, nobody's able to go to the gyms or... 
gathering gatherings and live normal lives as humans you got to feel nervous or feel like we're secluded or or we're trapped in something like that and it's not a it's not a good feeling to feel like plus with flu season coming up and you know just the way people have been acting lately and just you know everything's going on in the world in general i wouldn't expect people to act normal especially with everything that's going on but um going back to the fights uh yeah so i mean Tiago Santos, Glover Teixeira, sign me up. I mean, I'm really excited about the Blahovich versus uh, Reyes fight as well. So that's going to make it exciting. That's going to be exciting for the light heavyweight, light heavyweight division. Excuse me. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry, I was I was finishing up. A, you hear that long text messages? You see, I was I was texting back something, uh, some bullshit, some weird shit. But um, yeah. So, moving on from the from fight night two. What's the next fight card coming up? Because we we basically we talked about everything we wanted. To, I wanted to cover for that uh, recent fight night. Here we're gonna move on. Where is he? Let's see how we did with the verdict. I want to see real quick. Ugh. I know I banked. Perfect pick on Bobby Green, unanimous decision win over um, Alan Patrick. I picked uh, Billy Quarantino by a decision. It was a KO, very fast KO. That was nice. Um, perfect, uh, perfect pick for Bobby Green. Ed Herman, I picked Michael Rodriguez. Hey, 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 hey. I'm sure a lot of people picked Michael Rodriguez as well. That was an amazing comeback win for Ed Herman, though. So technically, I get a little bit of a, I get my ego a little bit ignited because I know that that was so close and I could have got that pick. So realistically, I would be three and zero to start the main card. Mataferi four and zero would have made it, um, would have made it four and zero for me. And Otman Azalatar versus Kama Worthy. I picked Kama Worthy, so that would have been the first official loss. And if I, my stupid ass hadn't picked fight the, the switch the fight pick for the main event in the last minute, then I would have um I would have I would have probably been one, two, three, four, five, six. I would have been five and one, you son of a bitch. Five and one, baby. Off you know argh, I can't wait to bet again, man. I'm, I'm excited. I'm gonna keep doing it. But you know, every time you do it, I keep saying this like you, you just get a little bit better each and every time, you know what I mean? So just ah, I don't use like experience points. Damn it! I was gonna say I wanted to um. There's I have already have both my fight night picks coming up. So UFC 253 is out of versus Costa. I have all my picks for that. Why is there only four fights on the main card? They gotta add some shit to that card. What the fuck? 
Wait. No, they got more fights, I think. That's on them. Why doesn't Verdict do the undercard picks, too? Is that too is that too much for people or something? I mean, Tapology does it. You can uh, follow my Tapology page, too. Dude, I've had Tapology. You know, Tapology.com. I've had Tapology since 2012, dude. And it's 2020. And I have, like, I have, like, hundreds of, of uh, fight picks and stuff like that, you know? But, you know, that, that was when I, like, first originally started. Because when I very, very first started watching, I had no idea about the skill sets. I had no idea about anything that could happen in a fight. You know, just all the craziness that can happen in this crazy sport. You know, one punch. You know, you could be winning the fight four and a half rounds and then lose at the last second or something. You know, similar to Alistair losing to Jarzinho. I mean, anything can happen. And I didn't think about that at the in the past and stuff when I was very young. You know, I just like to watch the best looking person physically in there and get in, get in there and uh you know look amazing uh, what is it um going yeah so going back to it like, i would look at the fighters and i'd be like i think he's gonna win because he has a big body or she's gonna win because she looks like that or you know it's just it's stupid but yeah yeah so i mean i have both my fight picks updated and you don't really care about the experience points or what i win for it um it's not really a solid card. The last two fights for the top, well, yeah, top two fights. I mean, Reyes, Blahovich, Adesanya, Paulo Costa. Those are two very amazing fights, and those may sell the the, the pay per view a little bit better because those are. I mean, it's not the most top one. Um, it won't it won't do a crazy amount of numbers. I'm not I'm not sure, but you know, maybe in this day and climate. What the fuck are the people that are in the fight in the stadium during the fight nights doing right now? They're probably buying the fights or stuff. So I'm pretty sure if you buy tickets to go to a professional fight card and watch it, I'm pretty sure all those people it's gonna make up and those people are probably gonna watch. I mean, there's a lot of fights on ESPN Plus, and one of the things I like that's actually very beneficial about ESPN Plus is if you don't watch all the fights or buy that pay per view, pay per view, excuse me, that same night, you can go back probably like a couple weeks and watch the whole thing for free if you have ESPN Plus. ESPN Plus comes out on the 18th of the month every single every single month for me. It's I it, it, it's like thir it's like 14, 13, 99, 12, 99. Yeah, it's 12, 99. So it comes out on every single month. Side note for anybody. Well, I don't know if that's for everybody, but it depends on when you started using it or when you subscribed or something like that. Yeah, 13th. So it comes out probably in about like. five days a week comes out in a week but it's it's good though like i said I, I fucking i love that bundle the um the espn and uh hulu and the uh, disney plus but you know one thing disney plus added was that premiere access because you know now they they released that mulan movie in the local movie theater probably about like 20 minutes away from here uh, it's not well, well, it's local, but it's only long because of the freeway and shit, and it's a big ass city. Um, to drive one side of the city, drive the other. You know what I mean? Um, but we we see the poster of the Mulan. Like there's still that poster of the Mulan, but the movie theater looks like a fucking ghost town. I mean, there's a, a couple of, like other shops and stuff around that are open, but the one the 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 picture I'm referring to is uh, the Mulan picture. So. That brings me to say that Disney Plus, they added it for Premier Access or some shit like that. So that means you actually got to purchase it. So I thought 99.9% .9 of every single thing on there, except Mulan, is free. 
on Disney Plus. You're not charging me to watch any other shit. If it's a new ass movie that's supposed to be in theaters and shit and it's already made, fuck yeah, I release it to Disney Plus. Make motherfuckers pay for that shit. And if movie theaters ever decide to open again, like I said, that's the whole thing with this corona. They, they uh, stop the movement of movie theaters, entertainment, and a lot of things that a lot of people are into. So yeah, fuck all that shit. I'm, I cannot wait for this shit to go over. Um, Anyways, quickly, it's Joan. We are brought to you by Anchor. Anchor is the one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, they make it so easy for you. It's the sister app of Spotify. They distribute your podcast to the masses. Every single podcast provider, your podcast is automatically available and uploaded each time you upload a podcast episode. Whatever you want to talk about, whatever you want to discuss, whatever is on your mind. It won't be censored or anything. You just can't say anything crazily controversial or anything else like that. Obviously, you talk about whatever politics, fights, basketball. When football's returning, um, you can talk about anything. You can talk about relationships, anything you want to talk to, talk about. You can target a specific audience, and you can get people subscribing to you just like that. Anchor makes it available for everybody to comfortably listen to your show each and every time. Take no less than 15 minutes or so to upload every single episode, every, every single time you upload your podcast. You can visit our website directly at www.anchor.fm forward slash kwtkpod forward slash support if you want. Anchor.fm forward slash start to start your own podcast today. The app's, the app's available in both the Google Play Market as well as the iTunes App Store. Five-star rating for a reason, ladies and gentlemen. I don't think that there would be a five-star rating for no reason. I mean, I looked through all the reviews of the app, and it was 100% positive. You got to really, really dig really, really deep into the deep end of the archives to find that one guy that had a problem. And most likely it was his phone or something, some other shit that happened, and he complained about it. But overall, other than that, Anchor is solid. 100% free and easy to use app. I've been using it for about four and a half years, three and a half, I don't know how many fucking years. It's been a while, ladies and gentlemen. I started the podcast in 2015, so you can do the math probably two years after 2015, so probably about yeah, like three or four years, yeah, something like that. So one more time, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> anchor.fm forward slash pod to start today. Now, back to the show. All right, what's next? Hold on, let me delete something off my phone real quick. I got, I mean, I got the um, old saved drafts of the other episodes of the show, and I'm trying to delete them. So when it comes to uploading them on Anchor, because I record it on another app, and I uh, upload it directly to Anchor, then Anchor uploads it directly to all the major, um, you know, podcast providers. So let me, uh, let me just kind of go through that. All right, there we go. Perfect. Here we go. Let me reply to this last text message, and then let me take a sip. No, some people get all mad and stuff. Um, no, I was I was reading text message right. This uh, I'm not gonna say. That. <laughs> no. I didn't say like some people get all mad because uh, they're angry and stuff. I, I noticed that a little bit about yesterday. There was like a couple of people in, like the drive-through and shit. They were hella mad and and stuff. 
Like they were, they just seemed mad. Like they needed to get laid or something. That's my, that's my like uh, assumption. Everybody, <laughs> is that funny? Is that funny to think about? Like every time there's someone that's on some bullshit, or they sound like they're getting all mad over some food or uh, one item not in the bag or something being wrong. Like they get mad, mad. Like you, mad, mad. I was like, like these people. That my assumption when people get like that, I'm just like, dude, go get laid, girl. You need to get fucked by your husband a little bit more. <laughs> That's what I say. Like, you know, people get all salty and they, they'll start, like, trying to talk all this shit and stuff. Mind you, yesterday, actually, so... No, I was going to sell it away. I can't tell you guys where I can't tell you guys where I work. You can't put it on the air. It's it's not a... You can't. You just can't. For, 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 for reasons I cannot explain. You know, because you say certain things, you know, sometimes you, you don't want people to, you know... You know, you got haters and stuff out there, you know what I mean? But so, so I, um, basically, okay, I'll tell you guys in this form. Okay, so, yesterday, right, this couple pulls up, and, you know, I get their food. I give the girl a drink. It's a small drink. She's really happy. This is a girlfriend or something. It's, like, normal girl. She's probably, like, 25, 22. She was seeing all happy when he gave her that drink. And then it was, like, a, a small drink. So I was like, hmm, he's, he's not having a drink. I mean, they're sharing it, maybe. And, um, so I thought I would be courteous, right? And I grabbed a large drink, or a medium, medium drink. I had a medium drink, right? And I just filled it up with the exact same thing that they got. And I was like, I reached out the window. I said, here you go. I was like, so you can join her. Basically, so you can join her and enjoy and join, enjoy and join her while she's drinking her drink. So she had a drink already that she purchased. So I just got my, got a drink for them, for him to give to him for free so he can enjoy it with his girlfriend. Common courtesy, right? So, like, this last uh, couple weeks, probably. Probably three weeks or so. I've been focused on uh, giving. Giving a lot more. Giving things to people. Not people who are less fortunate, but giving in general. Because, like, you know, it makes your soul feel good. You know what I mean? Like, it's like that spiritual feeling of, you know, you feel good. You feel like, you know, that, 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 uh, wellness, like that feeling of doing stuff for people. Even, I mean, I don't really, like, I'm not going to sit here and say, like, oh, I want something back in return. That guy gave me actually five bucks, to be honest. Um, he was like, this is for you. And I was like, oh, thanks, dude. I was like, I really appreciate you. I was like, really kind. I mean, he's really, I mean, the girl seemed very, uh, she was very sweet and very respectful about it, too. So I was like, you know, it makes you feel good doing shit like that for people. I mean, they aren't, when they aren't expecting it and it, and it happens to them, they don't even know what's going to happen to them. They decide one day to go into a drive through or go into a store and get something and something great happens. I can't imagine how good of a feeling that is. It feels good. I mean, it feels good talking about it. So it's good to be uh, a good, good person like that. So, I mean, you know, sometimes I'll see homeless people sitting out the, you know, you know, they look like they're very, very nice when you give them money. They're like, oh, thank you, God bless you, or all this. I'm like, come on, like I can't, I can't say no. Like, if I had a couple dollars in the wallet, I'll hand it to them. You know, I my common courtesy. Like, if they're rude or they're a dick or they're an asshole towards me or something like that, I'm like, fuck you too. Go get a job, motherfucker. But it only, it only resides with the people that are, um, the people that are um, respectful to me. So you know what I mean. I'm checking something. Uh, what's today? Sunday the 13th? 
couldn't see if the managers weren't being idiot. Son of a bitch. Damn, bro. That's a lot of fucking hours. But anyway, uh, let's let's get let's get back on track. I know we got sidelined for a little bit. Um, let me see what's up next. What 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 do we got? I mean, that's not a bad thing, right? To actually, yeah, I have something we can talk about. Oh, who's this game at? Someone's still commenting. Oh no, look at this on Instagram. Oh, um, what's her name? Uh, I am Jacinya on Instagram. Um, she's like, you know, famous. She has 527,000 followers on Instagram. She's like a motivational person. Uh, I think she's like an LGBTQ person, I don't know, advocate or whatever. Sorry if I disrespected that. She's an actress as well. Um, she's very gorgeous. Dude. She's 36 years old, bro. If you go and look at... Google her or, or look this shit up on Instagram. I am Jessenia. Literally, I-A-M-J-E-S-S-E-N-I-A. I am Jessenia on Instagram. Dude, she is gorgeous. She is very, very gorgeous. And every time she's on her, on her um, Instagram live, she's just she's always so happy. Seems so happy and entertaining. She's been through a lot, though, from what I read and stuff and everything she's explained. She's been very open about her. And she, like, struggled with... Um, Depression. She she cut her wrists a couple times, try to kill her kill herself, um, and uh, and she's been a part of some domestic violence stuff, you know. And her uh, what is it? Like, like she's been in like dom like the domestic violence kind of relationships and shit like that. But anyways, guys, follow. I am just sending you on Instagram. The reason why I shouted her out because I um. What is it? Because I, I said 36 never looks so good because, dude, she does not look. Dude, she's 36, dude. Oh, my God. There's not there's girls that are younger than her that look fucking old as fuck. Like, literally old as fuck. But, dude, she looks like she's in, like, she looks like she's 26, bro. Like, you look like you're, you, like, you are so fucking young looking. Like, what the hell? There's no fucking way you're 36. She's a recording artist too. She's fucking. You're lying. That's crazy, dude. What the fuck does she eat to make her look that young, dude? I guess these all these girls are. These girls are crazy. Man. Maybe it's just all the stress. No stress. She's so beautiful too. Very inspirational. Shout out to you. Shout out to. You. I am just saying. Anyways, guys. Uh, what I was saying about her a little bit earlier, like. You know, the, the thing the thing that irritates me the most about, like, when it comes to people, like, talking shit or doing something specific or, you know, saying some shit about you or coming at you or snapping at you with some bullshit, it's like, you know, they, they're mad and they're short with you because, like, they're mad at their own, their own things in their own life. They get mad and shit and it's like, they try to take it out on you. It's like, come on, dude, get a life. Fuck off. They get mad because, like, you know, their their own insecurities, and that that's perfectly fine. I mean, that's not perfectly fine with me. Like, don't come at me like that. But, but um, people get like that, man. It's like there's people that are mad at their own lives or unhappy with their own lives. Like I said, my motto: Go get laid, go get laid, go get laid, motherfucker. Go go get laid. That's basically my answer to everything. <laughs> for anybody that's having stress, anybody that 
that looks like they're pissed off, go get laid, motherfucker. I guarantee you it'll change your life. Boom! Mic drop! I mean, I told this dude yesterday, right? My one of the co-workers. I literally was like, dude, this, 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 right, I'm not going to say black. It's very controversial nowadays. You got to watch what you say. African-American woman, all right? She ordered everything under the kitchen sink, all right? Everything under the kitchen sink, every fucking item. You know, you get those people that order... If you work in a fast food, if you work in a Mexican food restaurant, where anywhere you work, you know you get those people that order those big-ass orders, dude. And being the fact that we don't have in-person contact with these people, except for when we're fucking leaning out the window and giving them their food and telling them, get the hell out of my drive-thru, um, you know, you look, you go, you get in there and, like, uh, what is it? You know, they're, they're looking at all their fucking items. Oh, make sure everything is right. And when there's a huge line and shit, these people, oh my god, it's a pet peeve of mine. These people are sitting there and check every fucking item they get. I'm like, bitch, you ordered hella fucking shit. Get the fuck out of here because there's hella fucking people waiting to get food and they don't have time for your stupid ignorance, man. Some of these people are some broke-ass people, too. They spend all their fucking money and shit. They didn't even earn none of that shit. Like, I've seen, you know how many unemployment cards I've seen? None of those people earn that shit. And some of those people are some fucking pussy-ass people who don't even work. That's the part that irritates me about that, is the people that don't even work or they're using someone else's card. Now, I mean, I understand that. Like, I'll be like, hey, bro, go go get some food for me. But, you know, a lot of these people, the, the ones that are getting mad and stuff, like, they're the same people that are, like, are the ones that have baby daddy issues or a bunch of kids that, you know, they just made just to get some money and stuff. You get money when you, uh, when you have kids and, you know, Say for example, the the father's not in the picture. You get, you can get money for that. You get money. You get fucking what is it? Welfare assistance or whatever, some other bullshit like that. You get paid for those kids. Same thing, you know. Like I said, that's why a lot of people. Some people have. That's why you see those uh, motherfuckers. Those uh, how the hell do you think those homeless people stay alive? Not by grit and determination, eating out of trash cans. No, they get some money, or they go to like the the homeless shelter, or they go, you know, go to the fucking food bank, they don't keep, they don't let homeless people die, you don't necessarily die if you're homeless, it just depends on what you choose to do, um, as a homeless person, whether you were a drug addict, whether you lost your job, or you lost your house, or, you know, the bank foreclosed, or you just become, you didn't, you became broke, your wife stole everything from you, <laughs> No, it is like it just depends on that. That's like why one one quick little thing. I know we kind of went off talking random about random shit, but we always do that here. We're we're nearing the last leg of the show, anyways. Uh, the little last part of the show, like last segment part. We're just gonna talk about whatever for the last few. Um, but yeah, so like like that, that that's the biggest topic. Like you know, you get all these you know, all these homeless people. I mean, you see a lot of them in L.A., San Francisco. I mean, there's a lot in Stockton, Modesto. You know, kind of like the Central Valley area and, you know, Southern California as well. A lot more in Southern California than anything, man. Goodness gracious, when I went there and visited uh, Los Angeles, dude, I seen a lot. There was a lot. There's a lot of tents and everything. But, hey, if, if a f fucking zombie apocalypse came or, you know, people lost their houses and shit like that, dude, these homeless people got forts built. And, you know, they're already living their own colony life, you know, colonized, you know. <laughs> These people are living under bridges, and they're building shit. They're obviously keeping warm, staying alive, staying warm. I mean, 
I, if I was a homeless person, man, I wouldn't be pissing on myself, that's for sure. But not everybody has a the mindset like that and stuff. So, I mean, you know, some people just unfortunately get unlucky and, you know, become homeless. And, you know, sadly, like I said, like for, for some, some lose it all and, you know, they don't try to make any attempts to get back up at it or get another, you know, like, you know, find a new, like, you know, like, get out of being homeless, so, like, that's, just, that's the thing I see a lot, I noticed that, so there's a lot of people that say, oh, fuck homeless people, they're so disgusting, blah, 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 you know, a lot of them have drug problems and stuff like that, but yeah, if you're going back to the drugs and, and you just keep doing them and stuff, that's gonna be a problem, why the fuck did we get to talk about this week, but anyways, like I said, don't be homeless, you know, don't do drugs, and, ugh. I don't know how that summarized. I don't know how how the fuck that would motivate anybody. Don't do drugs. Just don't do drugs, I guess. How the hell did you get to getting it, get into talking about that? That's how you know we're high. I was just talking to one of my coworkers yesterday about how much weed uh, we've consumed throughout the entire our entire lives. Not, I don't think she smokes weed to be honest though. Um, but I was talking about, I was like, dude, I can kind of see, like, sometimes when I, like, lose my train of thought, I'm just like, oh, wait, what the fuck was I talking about? I was telling her, like, there's times where I'm on, the pod, I'm on the podcast and stuff, and I'm like, I forget some of the shit I'm talking about. I'm like, oh, wait, you know how we dig- we digress a lot. That's that's the thing we do a lot, We, we is we digress, and um, what is it? We, we digress, and then we talk about a little bit of everything, but if your mind's willing to go in different places at different times and stuff, and by all means, fuck yeah, let's fucking do it, I'm gonna connect my headphones so I don't have to fucking sit right in front of shit, okay, can you guys hear me, we're back, there we go, clear, mic check, two, one, two, mic check, let's fucking go, baby, um, yeah, so, anyways, guys, what do you, any, you guys have anything planned for next week, anything exciting, I mean, it's like the same thing every day, same shit, different day, let's do it, baby, um, that's the thing. I try to not do the same thing every same day, every single day. I try to do some things differently. There's certain things I try to do productively and stuff. But you know, that's one of the parts that kind of made me a little bit. You know, during the first whole fucking part of this, when the whole Corona started in the beginning, I was like, oh my god, I'm driving myself crazy. I'm doing all the things I want to do, but then oh, I'm like, I just gotta find some things to do. I was like, I can't wake up every single day just have nothing or do nothing and I was like this whole thing is just crazy and I was like kind of you know stressing out about trying to find uh, some new things to do my chest still hurts dude I, I can't tell you why but damn it still hurts that's like that shit's fucking crazy bro <laughs> but yeah man I was going crazy for so long but then again like here we go fast forward right now I'm healthy I feel good um, things are going well I feel like, you know, I'm, you know, I'm figuring things out slowly but surely. It's not a, it's not a process that happens overnight, but, you know, these last few months and stuff, I feel like I've, I've kind of really improved and, and matured a lot as a human being, and I think it's very important for people to work on their self and build themselves up from the ground up, whether whatever part of the world or whatever part of your level that you're on in your, in your own mind or whatever it is you're doing, you know, you should always try to be better every single day or every single time. And, you know, one thing is um, I've learned to, you know, respect my own time and uh, not, you know, not rely on other people's time or 
you know, rely on others to make me happy, or you know, they, everybody goes through the, the specific stages and stuff like that. That that kind of stuff happens a lot. Like you know, you want to have all these friends, or you want to have that perfect girl, or you're trying to look for that perfect person and stuff, and you know, it doesn't come to fruition sometimes. And you know, you could be, you know, say like for example, it starts off good, and then boom, it just goes bad, and you need to break up, and then whatever it is happens, happens, and then you know. You're fucked. I mean, you gotta move along. That's what a relationship is. You gotta, you know, you gotta keep going until you find it. It's like you're playing a game, and you gotta find it till you get to the fucking championship level, or you get to the captain, or you get to the boss level. You know, you get to the fucking end of the fucking road, and you get to this finish line. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. I mean, early on in life, you know, I really didn't think about it. Oh, about the. <laughs> about like the outcomes and all that, you know. I just kind of thought about you know, you know. I mean, like about the outcomes. Like obviously, I know what, what I'm getting into and stuff. You just kind of take it day by day, and whatever happens, happens. Early on, when I first started like talking to girls, like getting relationships and all that, like dude, I was like, I don't know, I was very green, basically, like so very green, and. uh I didn't know what I was doing back then. I mean, I do, but I didn't, but I didn't have a solid awareness of other people's intentions. If that makes any sense to anybody, what I mean by that is that I didn't, you know, I, I was a young, happy person full of life and just full of, you know, talk, talking as fuck. I mean, crazy as it sounds, huh? Doing a podcast like 15 years, 20 years later. No, 15 years later. Yeah, like 15 years later. Here we go, I'm talking like crazy. Um, I've been talking fucking long since I was a little-ass kid. You can ask anybody that. Um, but when you're like... When you're doing when you're doing things like... That you like to do and doing things you enjoy, your life gets a little bit better. You know, like I said, some people, you know... They, they break up with their girlfriend. Oh, the whole world is going to crumble in that. You go to work, you're not as happy. You go to the gym when the gyms were open, you weren't, you're not as happy. You, you go to your, you go to a party, your family gathering, whatever, you're not as happy because you know it takes a lot out of you. No, relationships do take a lot of physical your your physical well being out of you. So, like I said, you can't allow every single person that you talk to or try to talk to or you know that you know at, at that stage like when you're not seeing anybody and. You say you basically let it be known that you know, I'm single. I'm ready. I hate that little fucking saying. Single, ready to mingle. I'm never gonna say that cheesy ass shit, dude. That's some cheesy ass shit. I'll never say none of that little bullshit. Hey, there's that lady that everything looks good by the face. Remember? You, I don't know if you guys remember that episode of this podcast. I don't even fucking remember what episode it was. Probably like five episodes ago. But I was like talking. Oh no, I posted that on my Instagram. That clip's still available, actually. It's on. It's on Instagram. Let me see. Let me go to it right now. Uh, dude. Oh, it was episode two eighty four. So it's so how many episodes? Have I got? Two. It's two. We're on two ninety two now. So eighty five, eighty six, eighty seven, eighty eight, eighty nine, ninety, ninety one. Seven episodes ago. Ha! It wasn't five. It was seven episodes. Yeah, I just seen it, seen it again. Everything looks good, but the face. I mean, like I said, but 
someone's got to fuck some of these people. Someone's attracted to some of these motherfuckers, even if they're ugly. If someone's ugly to somebody, they're probably attracted to somebody else. Different people have different preferences. All I know is all the women that that I look at and or, or I post on my Instagram stories. If you look at my stories or you see the type of people, so those are the kind of people I like. I mean, I like all types of women and shit like that. But like you know, just you know, as long as they have a cute face, you know, I'm not I'm not really too picky. As long as they have a cute face, but at the end of the day, if you want to ask me, gun to head. I fuck with the personality more than anything. I don't, I mean, looks are one thing. You have to be somewhat attractive, dude. I don't want, I mean, everybody finds what they find and everybody has what they like, right? But I'm not gonna, for me, I'm gonna be, I'm, you know me, I'm uncensored, unfiltered. I'll say what I need to say and I don't give a fuck about what I say and how I say it. But um, I don't want no ugly ass motherfucker, that's for sure. I mean, I want someone that's gonna make me excited. <laughs> so basically, like, like, somebody that just gets your fucking, like, your blood fueling, like, your blood pumping and stuff, you know what I mean? Not, not just, not like, not like sexually, maybe sexually, eventually, like, you know, whatever you get to that point or stage in that relationship or whatever, but, um, but like, someone who just, like, makes you want to just, like, be, ba- be a better human being, I guess. Or just, no, not, not even that. It doesn't even have to be like that. It'd just be like someone that's, you know, you see someone that's hella fucking fine and you're just like, oh my God, you're hot. <laughs> Basically. So it's like, that, that's how like a lot of people think though. Like you see someone that's super gorgeous or, you know, I've been with um, like friends and her, or people and they're just like, oh, look at her. She's beautiful. We'll see like a random girl or something like a Walmart or Target or Starbucks or some shit like that and you'll see them. But oh, like you just you just sit back and acknowledge how someone's beauty looks. But then for me, dude, I think about everything, bro. I'm like, if your personality's shit, then you're shit. And it's like, you could be like the hottest girl in the fucking world, and if your personality is shit, then I would never fuck you, bro. That's for damn sure. Best believe that. Like that would turn me off completely, man. I wouldn't even get a hard one for that bitch. Especially if your if your personality is shit like that. Hell no. That would I don't care how fine you are. Maybe I'll slap you in the face a couple times and just hit it for one night, but I'll say goodbye, bitch, after one. That's for damn sure. Not really. I wouldn't do that. I'm, I'm not that kind of person, but there's a side of me that thinks like that, depending on how the dumbass motherfuckers decide how to act and stuff. You, know, you get a lot of snobby-ass people like that, like cocky-ass girls, or people just, they just think like everybody... Everybody wants them. Everybody wants to talk to them. Everyone wants to fuck them and stuff. Cause you know, you know, like I've seen that in person. Like I've seen that in person and all that. But then, like now, like we live in the digital age and shit, right? So I'll go like on Instagram or like you know I'll go on Twitter, and or you know like you know there, there was like this one time I was on this like what, what app was it? On? I'm not gonna say the name of the app because I don't want to. But it was like an app, like you know like. Black people meet. I'm just kidding. I'm fucking kidding. <laughs> I don't use that shit. Um, but it was what was it like? It was like Scout or some shit. I've used I've used that app since I was underage, dude. So I use it, it's like a, it's like an app that you used. Uh, I use it, it was it was probably about like four years ago, or a little bit longer than that. No, I don't know. Probably I don't remember. It was a hell of long ago though. But there was just like times like or, or I like I've used tried tried Tinder and shit. It's not it's not even like anything cool, dude. It's like half those girls are little fucking whores, or more more than half of those girls are like little fucking whores, whore slut, whore slut, bitch, cunt, fuck. Yeah, 
they're all whores. And you know, if you look at what my point, what my point being was, I was looking at some of their bios, and I was like, oh, I'm not. Here. It says I'm not here to fuck, or you know, uh, I only like Mexican guys, or I only like black guys. And I was like, oh my god, I only like this, I only want that. And it's like, oh my god, totally. Like, shut the fuck up, bitch. <laughs> like they're out asking for all these other things, and they're all and they're like they're they're picture their profile pictures of them in like the nicest dress ever their their picture they're like it's like the, them looking nice as fuck but then when you go in person you see them i've, I've done this a couple times but i, I can't I, ha- I have to tell you guys that the people that i went and i seen in person actually look the same as they fucking do in the pictures that's the problem so when you get these motherfuckers that don't look the same in the pictures and when you see them in person, I'm like, oh, do you look kind of the same, but, dude, did you get a little fatter or something? Is that fucked up to say that? I mean, you, I know most of these people, like, try to put the best pictures of themselves online. Similar to me, I mean, when I'm on Instagram, my, my Instagram pictures, if you see selfies of me on Instagram, dude, those are the, mind you, those are the best fucking pictures of myself that I'm going to put. I'm not going to put no shitty ass picture for the entire world to fucking see because you don't know how fucking, how far, how much you reach out to freaking people's, uh, how much you like reach out, your profile reaches out. You want, if I put some pictures of myself on the motherfucking internet, bitch, I'm going to look good. I don't think there's one bad picture of me on the internet. If someone could find me a bad picture of me that I declare bad, Please send it to me, because I'd like to see that, because I'm pretty damn sure I don't see any pictures, any motherfucking pictures that are bad, because I've been the same for years and years and years, and I wouldn't want ugly-ass version of myself on the internet for all these motherfucking beautiful ladies to see. No, every single picture of me online is going to look fucking good. Best believe that. Alright, we got, um, we're at 52 minutes. So we're going to go to an hour, so we got seven minutes left, so keep on going, baby. Quickly, like I said, as always, you can follow me on Twitter. If you want to get all this entertainment, you want to get everything, you want to get these entertaining podcasts, <laughs> Jesus King Official on Instagram, GT King Official on Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> I do Snapchat as well, G Meeker underscore Mamang, my original Snapchat. One little fucking thing I always wondered, why the fuck Twitter does not have an edit button, similarly to why the fuck you can't edit your Instagram, or your fucking Snapchat username, like, come on, dude, I made that shit when I was, like, 13, no, I'm just kidding, like, that's not most people are, like, um, not 13, what, it was, like, 17, 18, no, uh, no, I think it was, like, 17, no, it was probably, like, 18 or something like that, age, that was a while back, but, yeah, anyways, um, you follow us everywhere. KWTK pod on Instagram and Twitter. I try to be more as mo- more active as possible on the other accounts and stuff like that. And um, it's funny when you say instead of talking for an hour, we usually dedicate like an hour of our time to the show, and that's very exciting because we talk about a lot of different things, and it makes it very interesting, very entertaining. And speaking of entertaining, um, yeah, I can't wait for the next one. We're gonna keep doing them, keep doing them, keep doing them until the fucking wheels fall off. The last thing we were talking about, um, yeah, so, I don't know, like, nowadays it feels like the direction of a lot of women that's changed, so going back to what I was talking about, like, I see, you know how many profiles I've seen, like, just going on these apps and shit like that, like, 
like all these girls like if you put that shit in your bio like if you think about it logically like what smart casual person wants to see something like you try to talk to some girl oh uh no no fuck boys or no don't if you're trying to fuck don't message me some shit like that that's how like you know I, I, for girls to have to put that shit i can definitely see both sides of the scenario like oh so that means a bunch of people will try to hit her up or or talk to her or some shit and then like uh you know basically try to get in her pants and send some dirty messages or you know basically try to fuck that's what people try to do we're, we're human beings that like to fuck people just like to fuck we're humans how the fuck do you think all these motherfuckers on the planet were made people fuck to make all these people people fucked to make me and you people fucked to make all the people that listen to this podcast, <laughs> people got fucked to listen to, j- people fucked to make Joe Rogan, people fucked to make everybody, so you can't say that fucking is a bad thing, so just say fucking, or having sex, or having intercourse, which one sounds better, people fucked, especially on this show, we're gonna say it, people fucked, I say it with you loud, people fucked, here we go baby, <laughs> But yeah, but am I not? But then obviously you can't be going off messaging random people saying, "Oh, maybe let's fuck or let's let's get like you know." You got multiple people saying like that. You know, for me, when I talk to like a girl or something, or if I if I if it was in that position to talk to a girl, generally I would be like the kind of guy that'd be like very very respectful and stuff, and then you know, kind of just like you know, dial up a very interesting, amazing conversation, and you know, if it gets there, it gets there. I mean send dirty messages back and forth with their significant other or something like that. I mean, I can think, I know you guys, I know I can speak for a lot of people. That can be physically, you know, what is it, like, physically, what the fuck is a word? Physically, like, not attractive, but, you know, basically, like, you're, you, 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 get, you get turned the fuck on by your significant other or your wife or your girlfriend. It's because, for me, personally, I feel like if you were to do that and, and get in that kind of position, right, it's because you have a solid connection with them. You know them. That's your person. That's your everything. That's everybody that you, you're, uh, everything that you've, you've ever thought about you know that's your person that's the person you sleep with every single night before you go to bed that's the person you see that's the last person you see before you go to bed right so that's your number one person so of course you'd want to do that that's amazing that's important so like i said it just depends on it depends on the like what you look for and stuff like that man i don't i don't like uh, like i said going back to it to top to top this all off i don't like bitches that think everybody wants them like sit down don't, don't be cocky one day, like, one, one, like, especially when they're like, oh, don't be looking at her boobs, or don't be doing this, or don't saying that, like, bitch, don't be showing them, like, don't be wearing shit that, that reveals them, like, these girls will wear shit that's, you know, visual, I mean, you're wearing short-ass shorts that's going all the way up to your fucking thigh, top of your thighs, bro, and then you're wearing some shirt, a shirt that really shows your big-ass titties and shit, don't expect people not to look. And then the thing, that's the one thing I never realized. Like, they wear these nice-ass shorts, and you look at their big-ass booty. You know, people like big booties, man. I mean, and I, I can't say the whole world's, like, sexualized or some shit. Everyone, it's like, you wear them, guarantee people are going to look. They are going to look, but it's it's there. You, if you're going to wear some shit, wear some normal shit. So they're not going to look at your face. Like, they're not going to look at your ass or look at your, your titties out. Wear, wear, like, a shirt that covers it. Like, girls will get mad because 
guys are saying this or thinking that, but you're posting slutty pictures on the internet, man. That's the part that I never got. So we end this. We basically end this show talking about sluts and um, good pe- uh, getting girls with good personalities, um, hanging out, um, don't do drugs. We talked about fights. What else we talked about? I don't know. We talked about fucking a lot of shit today. So we always do. And like I said, it's my pleasure to do it each and every time. We've got two. Oh, we got one minute left, ladies and gentlemen. So, like I said, as always, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at KWTKPod. Um, f- subscribe to us on iTunes. Subscribe to us on uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio, all the major podcast providers, ladies and gentlemen. We are available everywhere you get your shows. Let's have some fun. Today is one of those entertaining. The rest will be entertaining as well. And we're going to unloose and keep getting better and better as every single episode. This is Gabriel Hernandez signing off, ladies and gentlemen. One more time, follow me on Instagram and Twitter, GT King Official on Twitter, G the King Official on Instagram, and more. Like I said, guys, I appreciate you all for joining in. You know, stay safe, wear your motherfucking mask in public, practice social distancing, stay the fuck inside. If there's smoke in the air, if you're in California, shout out to all the Californians. Everybody stay safe. Stay sane, stay happy, do the things you love to do. Don't let anybody stop you. Ladies and gentlemen, we're out of this bitch. G, the king, out, baby. We're out of this bitch. Bye, folks.